Well, good evening, good evening to each of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. Welcome to K Chapel. Welcome to this midweek Bible study. And y'all listen, welcome to the start of 28 days. 28 days begins tomorrow. Can you believe it? We're already at the end uh, of January. January has come and gone of 2024. We're already into February beginning tomorrow. Thank God that he's allowed us to get through this month. And so we are beginning as it is our custom uh, to start our 28 days on uh, February 1. And y'all this year, you know, it's a leap year. You know, it's a leap year. So uh, there are 29 days in February this year. And then, you know what, we decided we do, we, we, we tack on one more day uh, just to round it out. Why, why do 29 if you could do 30, right? So uh, we're going to do 30 days today, this year, uh, 30 days uh, of devotion, 30 days uh, of study. Uh, and we've got something really exciting for you that we're going to uh, reveal tonight. Actually, you probably, if you've uh, connected with our K Chapel app, you've got the tech service. You should have received about 10 minutes ago, you should have received a text message uh, that's going to link you to all of the studies, all of the resources uh, that we will be using throughout the next 30 days. And so we, we invite you, if you've not already signed up uh, for our tech service, make sure you do that uh, because, y'all, that's how we're communicating. That's how we're pushing uh, all of this information out to you, all of these resources, particularly that we'll be using uh, over these next uh, next few weeks. Uh, relative to our study. It's going to be a lot of, uh, 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 I guess, uh, media-based study. And so we want to make sure that you're getting everything that you need, y'all. Uh, but listen, we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Good evening to you all. Why don't we see who's in the line, who's with us on this evening, because I'm glad you all are here. Uh, let's see. Let me let me uh, <laughs> get my here we go. All right. We got it now. Dorothy Jones. Good evening. Good to see you, Sister Jones. God bless you. Ruth Dale. Good evening to you, Sister Dale. God bless you. Good to see you this evening. Brother Hartfield. Good to see you, Brother Hartfield. God bless you, Brother Hartfield. Good to see you all. Mother Curry is with us. God bless you, Mother Curry. Good to see you on tonight as well. Betty Palmer is with us. God bless you, Sister Palmer. Listen, you know what we need you to do. Share it with your neighbor. Share it with your friends. If this has been blessing you, if this Bible study series has been blessing you already, go ahead and share it because I promise you it's only going to get, and I'm going to say it this way, it's going to get gooder. I know that's not good English, but I'm just saying it because I need you to know it's getting better and better each and every week. Good evening, Mother Sexton. Good evening, Sister Nunn. God bless you. Good to see you. Uh, Madeline Cannon, God bless you. Good to see you. God bless you. Kenyatta Cropper is with us. Elvira Zena. God bless you, Shelba Moore. God bless you. Good to see you all. Y'all are in the house tonight. Francis Moody. Amen. Keep coming in. Keep coming in because we got a lot of ground to cover tonight. I promise you, it, I'm excited about what God is doing. I'm excited about what God is sharing. I'm excited about being in his word on tonight, y'all. So y'all, please share it, like it, tag it, uh, get it to a neighbor, get it to a friend. Because uh, this, I promise you, I, I believe that God is blessing this series. I believe also that God is up to something with us here at K Chapel, uh, but also the broader uh, church community as well. So thank you for sharing. Beverly Johnson, good evening to you. Sister Johnson, Helen Luster, God bless you. Come, continue to share. Kenyatta Cropper, God bless you, brother. Good to see you. Good to see you. God bless you. Sherman Steverson, Steven, Steven, Steverson, God bless you. 
good to see you on tonight. Shirley Owens, bless you. God bless you. Listen, um, what a, what a tremendous Sunday we had on this past Sunday. Our young people, I mean, they blessed the Lord on Sunday from the opening to the ending. We I saw a young man playing the drum. Sounded like he was he sounded like he'd been playing the drum for for twenty years. That young man kept the beat. Not only did he keep the beat. Uh, but what a wonderful time we had. The, the youth choir was singing. Our youth deacons were praying and reading scripture. Our youth ushers were on the floor. Our, our mime team was ministering through mime. Uh, our young people just really lifted up the Lord on Sunday. And thank God for our youth leaders. Uh, thank God for you, our parents, for bringing them, getting them connected, uh, bringing them back into the, the, the worship service, back to Sunday school. Uh, listen, I believe that as we get our young people re-engaged, uh, that that spiritual formation is just going to continue to pour out of them, and they're going to grow into the greatness that God has as God has ordained and purpose for them. So y'all keep bringing them uh, and let them bless the Lord. <laughs> yeah, uh, Paula said it's going to get gooder. That's right. It's going to get gooder. Yeah. Um, so y'all keep bringing them. Let them bless the Lord. Let them lead us. I say all the time, K Chapel is not a multi-generational church. It's an intergenerational church, meaning that that our generations, listen, we we, we worship together. Uh, we praise the Lord together. Uh, we learn from each other. We lean on each other. And I, and I thank God that our young people can lead us in worship as well. Amen. Amen. God bless you. So y'all yeah, see, I'm excited tonight. Let me go ahead and pray so we can get into the study of God's word and get into the study uh, of these uh, these next 28 plus two days. Amen. Let's pray, y'all. Our Father in heaven, we bless you, O oh God, for this day and for this time together. We thank you for who you are and the awesome things that you do. God, we bless you now and thank you for this season of, of consecration, this this season of meditation uh, where we slow down and and allow your word to saturate our spirits saturate our hearts god thank you for giving us this study that will open our eyes and sharpen our sensibilities to what your word has to say what your word said to those to whom it was written and what it says to us right now today. God, we thank you that your word is everlasting, is never changing. And though it is an ancient word, it's an applicable word, a word that has meaning and life right now, for it is the living word of God. And for that, we bless you. God, now have your way. As we offer ourselves to you, lead us by your spirit, direct us over the course of these next few weeks, that we might grow deeper in your word, that we might grow closer to who you are, and that we might become closer to who you would have us to be. Granted, God, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, for you are our Lord, our Savior, and our Christ, we do pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. All right, y'all. Uh, let's get into it. How about that? Let's get into it. So uh, hopefully you got you got your text. Um, 
that that gives you let's see here let me get to my uh da, 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 here we go what's so no that's the facebook text i'm sorry i'm pulling up the wrong one here we go so you should have gotten the text and the text should take you to our uh website page and ta if you can put that up but if not you should have that uh on your phone or on your device uh where you see the, uh all of the information about the next uh 28 plus two days what's so amazing about scripture that's what we're looking at what's so amazing about scripture and we've already sort of been doing some of this work i it's kind of the pre-work the precursor uh, to what we're now about to enter into over the next uh, few weeks. What's so amazing about scripture. And the real goal for this study, y'all, is, is to begin to increase biblical literacy. That's really the overall goal for the next, not just for the next few weeks, but really um, for the next few years. And here's why. Because biblical literacy as a whole is on a decline in in our churches in our nation in our pulpits biblical literacy people knowing what the scripture says people being familiar with it, people knowing where the scripture is where to find scripture where to turn in their bibles to it that has really been on a decline uh for the last the last few decades and I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove it to you right now. There's a clip I want to show you. It's about 12 seconds. Uh, there's a clip I want to show you that sort of proves the case of the decline of biblical literacy. Perhaps you saw it. Uh, it's a it's a game show that that's uh, very familiar, uh, Jeopardy game show. And T.A., if you could show the first 12 seconds of this clip to make the case of the decline of biblical literacy. Can we see that? Adjectives 200. Matthew 6, 9 says, Our Father which art in heaven, this be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Did you hear that? Did you see that? That, that was real. <laughs> and you know, Jeopardy uh, gets together, you know, three contestants who are brainiacs, who you know, who who know a lot of things, know a lot of trivia, know a lot of things across subject matters. And no one, not only could they not answer, they couldn't even guess in terms of how to finish that part of the Lord's Prayer. Hallowed be thy name. It begs the question, where have we come? What have we, what have we, what have we become as a nation when Three adults can't say, hallowed be thy name, right? Biblical literacy is on a decline, has been for a few, the last few decades. And, and so I don't know if you remember, um, I'm sure you do. If you, if you came up in the church, um, you know, I know when I did, uh, we had all kinds of things that would help, all kinds of tools and, and tips and 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 events even activities that would really help drill down bible knowledge right uh whether it was uh the the, the books of the bible whether it was uh knowing the names of the apostles there were all these things all these 
uh, devices, not, not electronic devices, but memorization devices that teachers were using to help students have a baseline of biblical literacy. We used to have, we used to have, y'all remember, somebody's going to remember this. We used to have what we call Bible bowls. Anybody, anybody from my my dick from my my generation or be, before remember Bible bowls, where we would bring the children from the Sunday school together and we would we would form teams and 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 uh, it would be just like a a, a challenge bowl uh, that you would have at school. Uh, you buzz in and 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 you, your team would get the points if you knew the answers. Those things were not just fun, but it was meant to help increase biblical literacy. And we grew up at a time when we didn't have smart devices, but we were smart in the word, right? We didn't have electronic tools and techniques, but, but we had memorization techniques that would allow us to remember simple things like the Lord's Prayer, right? To remember Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrew, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, Jude, Revelation, right? That, that came from Sunday school Bible drills, right? There was, a, there was a baseline of biblical literacy that we had because teachers were teaching the Bible. And so this study, y'all, and what we've been doing so far um, is really to get back to the Bible, get back to what the Bible says, get back to reading the Bible, knowing where what's in the Bible, knowing where to find what we're looking for in the Bible, and not only having a, 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 a familiarity with the Bible, but, but letting that scripture, watch this, y'all, be what it is, the living word of God. Because what we don't want is just a bunch of people who have Bible facts in their head and have no Bible living in their hearts. Because that's no good either. To, have, to know a lot of Bible trivia and that trivia never becomes truth, that's a problem too. If the Bible is only trivia and it never becomes truth, that's an issue too. So what we want to do over the course of the next 28 day, 28 plus two days, <laughs> right, is delve into this study, what's so amazing about Scripture? What's so amazing about Scripture? And I told you before, I really need you to... Um, um, uh, it is going to be um, um, a big part of it is going to be video based each day, each day, there's going to be a video um, associated with your devotion. OK. Um, each day, the, de the devotion is going to come in the form of, of a video, a 10 minute, 10 minute video um, clip. OK, so for the next 30 days, for the next 30 days, I need you. I need you to devote 10 minutes at least. And it may be about, it may sometimes be 12, but usually it's not over 12 minutes, okay? So for the next 30 days, 10 to 12 minutes um, for this video devotional, okay? This video devotional will, will 
introduce ideas, will um, help you to deepen some of the things that we've already learned about, about um, how to read the scripture, about tools to apply to reading the scripture, right? Um, but it's also going to help us in terms of looking at how to reflect on that scripture so that it's not just it's not just what we're reading, but it's what we're now living and applying in a correct manner. Okay. Um, so so that being said, after we after we do all of this for the next 30 days, y'all, after we talk about the Bible, after we talk about how to study the Bible, how to read the Bible, what's in the Bible, after we do all of the study on the Bible, guess what? Then it's time to read the Bible. So from March of 2024 through the end of this year and perhaps the beginning of 2025, K Chapel, we're going to be reading the Bible. Word for word, line by line. Yeah, get ready, y'all. If you've never read read the whole Bible from kiver to kiver, as we say, cover to cover, we're about to do that together as a family. The first 30 days, these next 30 days are going to prepare us because I don't want you just reading it and not knowing how to read it. That's why we've been taking time through January to to get, you know, get our get our eyes adjusted so we're reading correctly, right? Um, to get our minds focused on how to read the Bible, what to look for, what are some key keywords, what are some keywords, what are some um, uh, how to think about um, observation, interpretation, and then application going from 30,000 feet to, to 15,000 feet to 10,000 feet, right? Um, and so that, that's why we've been laying this groundwork. Y'all ought to know by now, I don't just do anything just to just to do it. We're, we're going somewhere, right? Um, so, so that's why we've been laying this groundwork. We're now ready uh, as a church family, as a, as a body, uh, to do these next 30 days together uh, to help flesh out what we've already been doing. And then after that, y'all, after that, we're reading the Bible from cover to cover, and we're doing it together, okay? We've already got a Bible reading plan that's going to help us um, it's, it's, and guess what, guess what? It's not something you have to read every single day. In fact, in fact, the way it's designed, uh, it's about, you know, they're, they're 30 or 31 days in a month. Uh, this Bible reading plan is designed for 25 days of reading, right? And so the, the other five to six days, uh, if you've gotten behind, you can catch up. So it's not every single day you've got to be be reading. You can. It's more of a five day um, uh, reading plan, and then you can catch up on the weekend if you've gotten behind. Okay. So we. It's been designed with you in mind, so that uh, because I know everybody's busy. I know you're busy, and sometimes you can't do it every single day. That's all right. It's designed so that uh, you can catch up if you fall behind. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So that being said, let me take a few moments and kind of introduce to you um, uh, the Right Now Media uh, devotional and some of the resources that are going to be available to you over the next 30 days and that I need you 
to sort of lean into, okay? Um, the first thing, the first thing under under the K Chapel Right Now Media um, channel, um, you will see, and I, I believe though we're, we're gonna be able to forward you, and I believe in the, the text message that you actually already got, you should see, yep, there it is. You should see, it says, watch this series. Let's see if I can get that up close. Uh, watch this series. I'm, I know you can put it on the screen too, too, TA, but I'm just doing the old fashioned way. Watch this series study. So under watch this series study where it says click here, if you click there, you'll be able to pull up the study. Okay, so it's already there for you. Okay, it's already there for you. Click here and you should, it should bring up the study right there. Okay, and the devotion, the, the video devotional, right? And remember each day, there's a new video devotional. Starting tomorrow, I need you to start with devotion number one, video number one. Okay, there's a trailer and then uh, there's video number one. Actually, we're going to do video number one tonight. We're going to do video number one tonight. And that will that will help us uh, to kind of introduce it. And you can uh, get a feel for what's going on. Thank you, T.A. So, yeah. So you see right here. Uh, let me get my. There we go. So you see right here is what T.A. has up on the screen right now is the uh, video series itself. Uh, that first um, uh, so that that first one says the trailer. Uh, you can sort of read that, or I'm sorry, you can view that to sort of get you a sense of, of what the series is about. But we're going to be looking tonight at the Bible's impact. And you see how many minutes each series is. I believe that one says it's nine minutes uh, long. And you'll get a sense of how long each series, how long each video is, okay? Uh, but again, each of them should be between 10 to 12 minutes, right? So tonight we're going to do the Bible's impact together. All right. We're going to do that one together. We're going to look at it. We're going to review it together. And then we're going to go over, over the information together. Also, with the video, there is a devotional guide. Okay. The devotional guide is also, you should have received uh, along with that video, um, um, the text message that you received. There is also... Uh, the opportunity for you to download the devotional guide. Thank you, TA. There you go. So you've got the, the fasting guide, but you've also got the devotional right there. If you can uh, sort of highlight the um, or put a cursor on that for them so they can see that that's the devotional. Thank you. That's the devotional guide right there. So you can click on it, download your devotional. It's probably, I think it's about a hundred, it's over a hundred pages, but Again, you don't have to print it. You can you can have it on your device there uh, and go through it each each and every day. But if you need a printed copy, let us know uh, because I know some prefer um, uh, printed copies for for different reasons. And so, by all means, whichever you need, let us know. We'll make sure we get that available to you. Um, so the devotional guide will help us after each video segment. That devotional is helping us drill down on what we just saw, all right? Uh, so these nine minutes of video tonight, then we'll look at the devotional questions, and then you'll get a, a sense of what we'll be doing over the next 30 days. Also, also let me remind you, tomorrow begins uh, a part of 28 days. It's prayer and fasting. 
And so we will begin our corporate prayer as well. Our deacons uh, will begin uh, next, oh, I'm sorry, deacons will begin on tomorrow uh, with our um, corporate prayer. We invite you each day uh, to join in with this prayer line, uh, with the number that's on your screen, with the passcode that's there. Beginning at 6 a.m. each day, we begin with prayer. It would be great if you begin with prayer and go ahead and knock out that devotional right after the prayer. Uh, because again, it's only 10 to 12 minutes. That will get your day going. That will get you in the mindset of, of what we're doing and studying for that day. Um, and you can knock it all out in, in the morning before your day even begins. Amen. So we've tried to think about everything. We've tried to cover all the bases. Uh, I hope and I pray uh, that this will be a great step. Now, let me go ahead and tell you this because I need you to get, I need you to sort of get your minds ready. Uh, the facilitator for the, the next 30 days, um, he has an accent, okay? He's not American, okay? And so I need you to get your ears ready for a bit of an accent. Uh, get, get, get your ears tuned for that. Uh, because I don't want that to be okay. Yeah, I don't want that to become a distraction for you. Um, uh, but I really want you to tune in your ears to what he's saying because I promise you, it's some great information, and this is going to help us after these thirty days are over. This is going to help us to really get into God's word together. Okay, so don't let the distract the. Don't let the accent distract you. Really focus in on what's what it's what's being said and not how it's being said. Okay. Focus in on what's being said. All right. All right, y'all. I hope that's a bit of an overview. Why don't we go ahead and, and jump into uh this next 10 minutes uh for the first the first video and then we'll come back together and discuss it together. All right. What's so amazing about scripture? In this first video in our journey, we look at the Bible's impact. Here's a question. Is your life and my life, as atheism claims, merely a random series of events in which we try to weave moments of happiness into a tapestry of molecules briefly arranged together to give us our fleeting existence? Or is it something far more meaningful, uh, more premeditated than that. To find the answer the Bible gives, let's begin at the very beginning. On its first page, the first thing we discover about God is that he is a speaking God. Uh, Genesis 1 verse 3 says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. In fact, as we read on, uh, realize that we, along with all creation, owe our very existence to his words. Has God really spoken? I mean, if the Bible is to believe, if a creator not only exists, but spoke existence into being, a creator whose later words are then recorded in a book, it is unlike any other book and would have made an indelible impact on the world, surely? <laughs> well, has it? Well, consider this first. The Bible has changed the world more than any other book. The Bible has changed the world more than any other book. And by the way, this isn't just soppy sentiment. Uh, with 100 million Bibles printed every year, uh, 6 billion copies currently in print, it's the bestseller by far, year after year after year. 
its phrases are on our lips, even if we've never read the Bible. Peacemaker, glad tidings, scapegoat, hope against hope, hold out an olive branch, the 11th hour, to wash one's hands of, a good Samaritan, a cross to bear, a labor of love, a sign of the times, a thorn in the flesh, a wolf in sheep's clothing. As pervasive as it is in our language, its words and ideas are lodged into every imaginable aspect of society and culture, whether birth names or marriage vows, funeral rites or law contracts, classical art themes or orchestral inspiration, social justice declarations or history-altering constitutions, architectural engravings or archaeological finds, best ever literature or even top-of-the-pops lyrics, to name a few. In fact, Time magazine said that the most significant moment in the second millennium was the printing of the Bible at Gutenberg's press, putting the good book into the hands and language of the common people. It proved to be the most uh, catalytic thing that led to more subsequent and radical societal change than anything else. And with the Bible came the idea for the first time that every human being is uh, without gradations, an equally valuable image bearer, worthy of fair treatment. With the Bible came the idea that morality is about considering the well-being of the other, especially the downtrodden. And so with the Bible, love and humility began to triumph over brute power for the first time ever. I mean, the greatest social reformers, Gandhi, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Mandela, Bishop Tutu, all built their case for change in part on the teachings of Jesus. In fact, society's current passion for upholding human rights and protecting the marginalized has its roots firmly in scripture. I mean, even if many activists and citizens do not, do not realize this, whether or not you hold to its teachings, there's no denying the Bible's impact on our world. I mean, any truly open-minded person would at least give a closer look before discarding it. Not only the furthest reaching, its impact has been deeply personal for millions around the world and across the centuries. I mean, let's explore this kind of impact now. Uh, consider next the Bible's potential impact on you. The Bible's potential impact on you in four ways. First, the Bible points you to Jesus. The, the Bible points you to Jesus. As so many attest, they first encountered Jesus when they read the Bible. By the way, the Bible is, is not a book about heroes, but rather about one hero. I mean, the Old Testament written before his coming is a red carpet timeline laid out in prophetic anticipation of his arrival. And then the four Gospels describe his life, ministry, teachings, death and resurrection. And then the rest of the New Testament reveals how the story of Jesus begins to spread further out into the world, but also deeper into our lives. As Martin Luther, the reformer, once said, Scripture is the cradle in which Christ lays. And then second, the Bible reads you even as you read it. I mean, this peerless book has the unparalleled power to awaken you, to startle you to life. Its words have been breathed upon by the author of life. And if as you read or listen to its words, you do so in the presence of this author, who also, by the way, is the all-knowing author of your story, that it's not surprising that multitudes over the ages, myself included, have marveled at how uh, Scripture reads us even as we read it. And then three, 
The Bible can fortify you. The Bible can fortify you. When life's calamities and complexities come crashing down upon you, when society's clashing viewpoints and clamoring demands churn around you, the Bible promises to be an unchanging true north to give you a spiritual spine to stand upright and also an anchor to keep you from shipwrecking. And then finally and fourth, the Bible invites you into the greatest story ever told. The Bible invites you into the greatest story ever told. Some people think of the Bible as a disjointed patchwork of individual stories and other kinds of materials, uh, memoirs, songs, discourses, and uh, genealogies, for example. In reality, each story masterfully holds together in a beautifully interwoven uh, macro-narrative. See, though written by authors on varying continents in different centuries, it moves forward, each stage building upon the one before, creation, collapse, covenant, Christ, cross, church, consummation. Yet with a cost of thousands, cost over thousands of years, it's clearly not a simple story. My older kids, I've got five of them, <laughs> are busy reading The Lord of the Rings. They say that next to the Bible, it's the best book they've read. In fact, they want to create a world like J.R. Tolkien did. What makes Tolkien one of the best authors of all time? Uh, sure, there's a storyline of rings lost and found, hobbits small, uh, sent on a quest large, fellowships created and dismantled, darkness rising and elves fading, a, a ring destroyed and Middle Earth saved. Yet what makes Tolkien great is the way he creates thousands of pages of narrative, poetry, articles, maps, and even lexicons over the course of decades through which this story unfolds. Taken as a whole, the scriptures are the greatest story told by the greatest storyteller. This time the story is real, not imagined. Heaven's Tolkien brings together a vast array of real-life actors and endless twists and turns, but somehow it all moves forward like a great tributary fed river, growing larger and larger as it goes, all the while heading in one direction toward one epic plot-resolving climax. As we read the story, we find ourselves swept into that river. We start out as spectators, but then we become participants, each of us, one more actor, one more tributary, one more small story that discovers a new energy, dignity, and direction in that larger story, which is still being written. <laughs> That's part of what makes the scriptures so amazing. So remember, the Bible's historical impact is unparalleled, yet its potential to personally impact you is just as great. And then reflect. In what ways have you experienced the Bible impacting you personally, if at all? And then lastly, how might you redirect? When and where will you find the time and place to go through this journey? Are there other people you can invite to take this journey along with you? And by the way, if you're not yet a believer, I want to dare you to try reading it. Start with John's Gospel. And I suggest you pray this. God, if you're real, and if this book is your book, then as I read, give me eyes to see. Till the next video, when we discover the tantalizing metaphors the Bible uses for itself. All right, y'all. All right, all right. So you get a sense of 
of the teacher, uh, Taryn Williams. Uh, you get a you get a sense of his accent. So again, I want you to get get used to that because we're going to be listening to it over the course of the next thirty days. Uh, but hopefully, you also get a sense of some of his um, uh, the 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 way he thinks about the Bible. And I believe it's I believe it's it's the right way. I, I, I've I've gone through it, and I, I believe uh, that 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 what he's saying is going to uh, really give us the tools we need. Uh, to see the Bible correctly, I particularly, uh, I, I will, I will acknowledge, I was particularly uh, impressed when I was looking for a study, and immediately, and you saw in the first uh, video, he references uh, Mandela Tutu King, right? I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> um, okay, so let me listen further, and and not just because that that those were references that he used. Uh, but but because it it speaks about how um, uh, the approach to scripture from a particular angle, right? That I think oftentimes gets missed. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But but um, um, the 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 approach the are you reading scripture from the top down or the bottom up? That that's the basic question, uh, and and later on in the series we'll we'll talk about the importance of a top down reading versus a bottom up reading, and and depending on on where you're coming from determines uh, how you're interpreting that scripture. Okay, all right, yeah, one hero. I see that one hero, Jesus. That's right. That's right, uh, Teresa Green. Thank you. Um, so the question, if we can, uh, TA, if you can pull up uh, the daily devotional um, and let's look at, um, I'm sorry, if we can pull up the daily devotional and then let's look at a um, couple of things from, from that, uh, the first few pages for today's teaching and today's lesson. Because there's some questions that, that uh, that he left us with. But before we get to those questions, I, I want to say, I want to say the thing that the thing that jumped out at me, I don't know what jumped out at you. The thing that jumped out at me was when he said, Scripture reads us as we read it. Right? Was there anything that jumped out at you or any of those points that sort of stuck with you? That as we read scripture, scripture reads us. Um that sort of that sort of hit me. Um, uh, in a good way, in a good way. I wonder, I wonder what, what, what spoke to you if, if there were any things that, uh, uh, in, in tonight's, yeah, Morgan Elise says that stuck out as well. Yeah. That, that as I read scripture, it also reads me. And that's y'all, that's, that's what I was trying to say Sunday. It is a living word, right? And the living word is not just, is not just words on a sheet of paper, but it interacts with us. Right. It it meets us. It confronts us. It it shows us who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, this is gonna be so good. Um, <laughs> so let me let me quickly uh let, let's quickly look at uh, a little bit of the devotional so I can walk you through a little bit of it. Things that I want you to uh look at when we are when you are. Uh, having your devotional time. 
let's see. So on page, yes, sir. Thank you. So you see the Bible's impact. So we're on the devotional now. And again, you this is on the website under the daily devotional. What's so amazing about scripture? 28 days devotional. So this is uh, lesson number one. Uh, the Bible's impact. If we can scroll down just a bit. I love how how he talked about when he introduced this. Uh, he talked about uh, that even even uh, if you're not a Bible reader, uh, that the words of the Bible are so ingrained in culture itself. Uh, the, the phrases that we use, um, peacemaker, scapegoat, hope against hope, um, holding out an olive branch, all of that's biblical language, y'all. The 11th hour, uh, I'm going to wash my hands of this. All of that's Bible language. A good Samaritan, a cross to bear, a labor of love. That's Bible language. And, and so people who say, I don't believe in the Bible, oftentimes are using uh, words from the Bible and don't even know it. A thorn in the flesh. Y'all, that's Bible language, right? Signs of the time, right? Uh, I think Prince had a, a had an album named Signs of the Time. That's Bible language, right? And so it's it's all around us. Oftentimes, without us even knowing it, we're we're speaking in terms that the Bible uses. And so when he talks about it being a life-changing book, um, saying it, it that it points you to script, it, oh, I was sorry, it points you to Jesus. Uh, scripture is the cradle in which Christ lays. Beautiful language there. And next week, I'm sorry, next week, tomorrow, uh, we'll be talking about metaphors and the language of the Bible, uh, uh, because because it's important uh, that that while we, when we look at scriptures, uh, that that we we recognize. Uh, that they are writers who are using language sometimes not in literal ways. So when 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 Paul talks about the church being the bride of Christ, that's a metaphor, right? Uh, when when Paul says we are the building of God, right? This is metaphorical language. And so when when people always say, yeah, everything in the Bible is literal, absolutely not. It's not literal. Um, uh, th this is metaphorical language meant to give us uh, spiritual truths, right? Uh, and so oftentimes they paint pictures so we can understand that Jesus paints pictures all the time in the parables, right? These are, these are devices that are used to, to, to cause the imagination to open up to larger truths that are being taught, right? And so uh, if we can go back to the... Um, devotional. Um, so it, it points you to Jesus. It reads you as you read it, which we talked about. It promises to fortify you. I love that. Um, that that the scripture is, as we as we said, when we began this study tonight, or this this introduction tonight, I should say, um, that the scripture is not just for head knowledge, y'all. The scripture is for heart change. The scripture is also, watch this, for hard times. I need a word when life gets hard. Hello, somebody. I mean, I, I need a word when the bottom is, is falling out. I need a word when my world is on fire. Can anybody relate to that? I need a word when the storms of life come. That That's not just giving me history and genealogy, but a word that is speaking to me right now. 
And y'all, I need you to know this word of God is a right now word. The, the Greek word for that is rhema word, rhema word. It's, it's right now. It has meaning right now. If you don't get anything else out, I know we've been talking about how to study the Bible tonight and introducing the 28 days. But if you don't get anything else out of tonight, leave here with that. That the word of God written in old times, but it's a right now word. It has a right now word. Amen. All right. And so then fourthly, uh, you can bring that up to us, T.A. I'm sorry, make, make it larger for me. I'm sorry, because it, it, it my screen is a little, thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, invite you into the greatest story. When he talked about um, uh, being true. Oh, let me say this. Let me say this, because oftentimes, and I hear it all the time, and sometimes I say it. Sometimes I, I have to correct myself. Um, I'll, I'll talk about figures of the Bible. And it, it, I thought about this when he was talking about the um, the Lord of the Rings. I am not a Lord of the Rings fan. I don't read that. I, I just, it's just not my stuff. Um, but in books, you have characters, right? Characters and plot lines, right? The Bible is different, y'all, because... These are not characters. Moses, Sarah, Abraham, Esther, Deborah, David. Those are not characters. Those are people. Right, Gideon, these are people who are living their lives as best they can. Sometimes a messy mess, right? Sometimes it doesn't look good at all. Isaac, Jacob, Rebecca, Leah, those aren't characters. Those are people like you and me. Who are living life in all of its ups and downs, all of its twists and turns, all of its good days and bad days. And they're living it, I guess you might almost, you could almost say they're living their lives out loud because we get the benefit of reading their, their stories, of knowing their challenges of seeing how God spoke to them, of recognizing where they, where they slipped up, where they had mistakes, where they could have done life differently. These are people who have fears, people who fight, people who worry, people who worship, people who are thankful, people who are thoughtless, these are real people. And so when we read this story, y'all, we're not reading fic about fictitious characters. We're reading about people like ourselves. This is why, this is why I oftentimes ask people, 
who who do you relate to in the Bible? What person, what figure do you relate to in the Bible? Most. Because oftentimes if you can figure out who that person is, we can see how God worked with them, how God dealt with them. And sometimes figure out how God might be dealing with you. All right, so so real people dealing with real situations, they have real families, real children, real marriages. They work for real bosses, right? They live in real houses and real communities. They have real wars. They deal with death. They deal with birth. They deal with the complexities of birth. They deal with life. And just like life be life in with us, <laughs> if I could say that, they dealt with life as it was, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, he talks about us being a part, reading the story, but also becoming a part of the story. He uses the analogy or the metaphor of a river and, and there being all of these tributaries, right? and tributaries feed a river a main river and so we also we find we find all of these different uh narratives that feed into one large uh meta narrative or mega narrative or or how, the, the phrase that he uses uh, uh, this one large story that's created from a lot of smaller stories or one large river that's created from a lot of smaller river, rivers. And we too, we're brought into that story. Not just only to watch it and to see it, but to now come to the place of application and see what God is saying to us. That's why it's a living word. That's why it's a living word. We can see what God did then. We can see where God moved how God spoke, what God said, and then we can see what it means for us today as we live it out. So y'all, scripture is amazing. The Bible is amazing. And for the next 28 plus two days, we're gonna, we're gonna dive into the amazing aspects of the scripture together. Remember after these 30 days are over, we're going to enter into a Bible reading plan together where I invite each of you to read the Bible daily, because guess what? One of the things I didn't tell you all, a study, a study uh, from I think it was Christianity Today uh, in 2023 showed that uh, only about 10 percent of Americans uh, read the Bible daily. Um, and in fact, it's it's gone down since then. So Bible reading is not something that 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 happens <laughs> quite regularly, quite frequently. Let's change that. If we believe the word of God is true and powerful, if we believe that the word of God has application to our lives, if we believe that God spoke and God is still speaking right now today, then let's read the Bible daily. Let's make that pledge. As we enter into these 28 days of prayer and fasting, let's make a pledge to God. And we're going to dive into God's word because God's word is life. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds 
from the mouth of God. God gave us his word. Let's make sure we're eating it and eating it every day. Amen. Amen. God bless you. All right. So you should have, again, in your text, it should have come to you already. Uh, someone asked uh, about the, a link to that text. I believe it's already been put in the chat line. Uh, and so if the text, if you need uh, the text to come to you, thank you, TA. Um, that's the, um, the, the website to uh, the, the, that's the link to the website. Uh, so you can check that, click that, uh, that will get you everything that you need. Uh, Kenyatta is asking to provide a site uh, for Right Now Media. Um, let's see, can we put that in the chat as well? I believe CC put that in the chat a little while ago. Um, Celia, I think I, was, I thought I saw that a little while ago. Uh, da, 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 da. But the site for right, the link for Right Now Media is what's what's being asked for uh, TA. So if we can if we can pop that in the the uh, chat as well. Also, TA, if we can go ahead and put that in the Facebook page as well, in Facebook, um, and, and that way everybody will have access to it as, as well. And that way you can also share it uh, with, with your neighbors and your friends because we, want, we, don't, we don't want this to just be a Cade Chapel venture. We want this to be something that everybody can participate in. So let's go ahead, let's go ahead and make it available uh, to the masses because um, uh, we're going to get into scripture. We want your friends, your family to get into scripture with us. We're going to read together and study together, pray together. Y'all, tomorrow at 6 a.m., at 6 a.m., start corporate prayer. With, start your day out with corporate prayer. Tomorrow at 6 a.m., uh, the prayer line uh, is on the website as well. The, the passcode uh, is on the website as well. Go ahead and make sure you lock that number in. It'd be great if you can go ahead and just look, go ahead and save that to your contacts. Uh, the corporate prayer number. Save that to your contact so you won't have to be looking for it. Uh, and save it under K Chapel Prayer Line. K Chapel Prayer Line. That way you don't have to keep looking for it each and every day. Uh, you you got you got thousands of numbers saved in your in your phone. Go ahead and save that one uh, so you can just uh, pop it in and and start tomorrow out with a 6 a.m. corporate prayer begins. After 6 a.m. you can go ahead and knock out uh, your devotional for the day. Uh, that'll be devotion number two. I believe the name of it is Metaphors uh, in the Bible. It's about the Bible language that, that that's uh, uh, metaphors used in the Bible. Uh, so we are looking forward. Uh, Gwendolyn Brown says, is that information for Cade Chapel only? Um, the, the text, um, uh, if you did not receive a text, that's probably because... Uh, uh, you, you have not uh, signed in for the text messages. So the text messages uh, probably only go out to those members and friends uh, who have signed up for those text messages. But uh, if you're online right now, you should be seeing uh, the uh, website that's available. And also, if you go to Facebook or our YouTube uh, page, those links should be there. Yeah, I'm looking at YouTube right now. The link for the Right Now Media is there on YouTube as well as on Facebook. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so both of those are there. If you're a member or not, it doesn't matter. We want you We want you walking with us through this. So you go ahead uh, and, and get connected with us um, and, and be a part of what God is doing here. Amen? Amen. God bless you and God keep you. We. I love it. I love it. Look, usually at this time of the, 
the session numbers are going down. Numbers are actually going up. That This is beautiful. I love it. God bless you all. Thank you all. We're going to have a great time. Listen, see you all on Sunday, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. God is doing great things, great things here at K Chapel. If you're, if you're looking for a church home, I invite you. Uh, come and worship with us here at K Chapel. God is doing great things in our ministry. Uh, great worship service. And uh, I believe the Lord is going to bless you uh, if you open yourselves up to it. Amen. God bless you. We will see you Sunday. Take care.